With the fifth pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Miami Dolphins select Tua Tungavalawa. Barkley from inside is over five. Barkley with a hook. Barkley with a burst. Barkley down the sideline. Saquon Barkley runs the opening kick. 97 yards. We're back, bitches. Yes, um, we are. Yes, we are. You know what I mean? Put it in reverse. Back it on up. Because everybody said we're back. We're back, baby. So I know we haven't been here for, I think, last. I don't think we've been here all of 2021. I think the last time was November of 2020 or December, right before Christmas. And yep. someone's going to be like, well, why'd you guys stop doing it? I don't know. Don't have an answer for you. We just stopped doing it. We get caught up in other activities. We're busy. Yeah. yeah. Hanging out, chilling, maxing, yeah. relaxing, all cool, shooting some b-ball outside of the school. You know how it goes. That's what's great about podcast. Like, once you start it, you can kind of keep going back. You can go back to it. You can take a little break off. You can go back to it, take a little break off. I think now we're back to stay, though, because yeah. we're, it's we're like so meeting, back. It's like, yeah, it's like meeting your wife before, before you get to go through your whole phase. You know, it's just how it goes. You keep yeah. going back to it. You end up with her eventually. Yeah. Like there will become a time where we're going to look back and we're going to be like, damn, this is year like five in a row of doing this. And we're going to be like, remember when we used to take time off? Yeah. Bunch of effing losers then. <laughs> but uh, so do you want to like, let's get right into like Super Bowl pick? Yeah. So kind of what we're going to do, because the NFL season doesn't start this week, obviously. So uh, a couple modifications for those of you that are diehard listeners and are right back on the, on the, on the train here because you know they're waiting for us to come back because i know there's millions of people waiting for us to come back for the last like eight months whatever it is coming in by Uh, truckloads but we're gonna eliminate college football and we're gonna just focus merely on nfl we feel it's gonna be better for us to be able to hone in on it more and it'll make the conversation easier instead of being like oh we only want this to be 40 minutes but we want to talk about 500 things in 40 minutes We'll just talk about a couple of things in 40 minutes. Yeah, I, it'll make it easier to digest in that short amount of time. What we're saying, because we're sticking to one topic. Yeah. Doesn't mean we're not going to talk about college football when there's a big college football game. But that time will come when that time comes. It's not going to be a, a whole episode on why we should be betting every under in every Army game all season. Yeah. I mean, we're still going to bet college football also. Um, if you really want college football picks, uh, you can follow us on the uh, – what's the app that we go through, Ev? Oh, the Action app. I haven't said the that in a app. minute. Yes, the Action app. A uh, little green check mark. Um, you can follow us on there. We're both positive. So Green Bean City, baby. Green Bean City. So, green bean city. yep, we're going to go only NFL. So, for this episode, we're going to start off with Super Bowl picks, Super Bowl predictions, Rookie of the Year talk, um, defenses, talk about some of our favorite teams. Um, maybe talk about a little bit what we're looking for, like how we're going to bet the NFL kind of shoot the shit for basically, like I said, 35, 40 minutes. And then we'll have another episode next week with our week one picks and we'll get the ball rolling. Absolutely. So start off with Super Bowl pick, I guess. Right. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So let's start. Um, Let's go. Let's go. 
we'll each go our AFC team and then we'll each go our NFC team and then we'll kind of discuss. Okay. Do you want me to go first or you want to go first? Yeah, yeah. Who's your who's your AFC team? My AFC team, of course, um, you know, every time I talk about them, I, I get a little twitchy about them. It's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, three parents, I mean, two appearances in a row. They obviously lost to the Bucs last year. Um, I think this is going to be a team that comes out with offensive firepower. I mean, since Patrick Mahomes took over, I think they're slowly getting back to get man. I mean, Andy Reid, terrific regular season record. Um, doesn't quite outshine, uh, outshine the postseason record. I think uh, he's looking for another one. He's hungry. It's like a cheeseburger. You know, Andy Reid and his cheeseburgers, man. Yeah, I mean, you're basically just going with the odds there, but that's fair because – I, outside of an offensive line last year, they probably win that Super Bowl if they had a couple guys to protect Patrick Mahomes. He did everything physically possible. Um, so, yeah, then they're going to try to fix those pieces. And if they fix those pieces, I don't see any way in hell they're not in the po- they're not in the Super Bowl unless something crazy happens. I mean, they don't, they don't have to run through Tom Brady until the Super Bowl. But, um, yeah, homer pick, not a homer pick, just a, going with the numbers there, no big deal. I'm going to go a little, a little weird now. I don't know if anyone recalls, but I do recall. It's about two years ago, and it was in the Browns where everyone was starting to talk Browns football. We're starting now. I said, not this year. It's not going to be this year because we're going to have to gel. When they originally got Odell, we're going back a couple times. We're going back a few years ago. Originally got Baker and blah, blah, blah. Then the first year, it flopped. They went under, shitty team. Everyone was like, it's not going to work, blah, blah. Last year, new coach, looked a lot better. Offensive firepower, blah, blah, blah. How are we coming to the third year? Very good established run game. Bakers, no, he's not Patrick Mahomes, but he can win you games. Defense is, is finding their way. I'm taking the Brownies to come out of the, out of the AFC. Sheesh. I, mean, I know it's it, – hey, it could have been the Dolphins. I mean, everyone would have really been like, what that strong with you? So, I mean, at least we're a little different. But, I mean, I'd rather take my – I'd rather take a little less money and say, I'm going to take a little bigger of a shot here on the Brownies. And then I'd sprinkle it too. I'd say, if you think a team that has an outside chance is going to do that, say, okay, well, I'll take them to maybe make the playoffs, win the AFC and win the Super Bowl, but take whatever you would put on just the full Super Bowl and split it up a little bit. So you have, so if you at least win one of them, then you can kind of cover yourself. That's how I'd go back. And then if you do win all three, then you sweep it anyway. Um, yeah, I just I like the brownies. I think the NFL, as we know, it's a it's a the worst team can turn to the best team within one, two years. And this could be a quick three-year turnaround where all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, the Browns are going to Kansas City in January to play for a chance to represent the AFC. I I I completely agree with you. And we're gonna talk about the Steelers later and um I guess you could kind of tie them into where I where I think that they're going to be really successful this year. Um, I think, like I said, we'll we'll get into those later. I'll 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 go straight into the NFC pick. Um, I think the NFC is going to be really interesting this year. Um, I don't think there's a whole lot of dominant teams out there. That I think there's a lot of missing thought processes on where teams are, where they're going to be. Um, I think I think we're all going to be safe to say that I think the Bucks are going to tear through again. Um, they maybe not tear through, but I'm going to say the Bucks are probably your safest bet. I mean, I'm not just going off odds. 
they went out and they still have a bunch of offensive firepower. Their defense looks pretty strong. They went out and grabbed guys in the offseason this year. Um, I think they're going to hang out in Florida. They're going to chill and they're not going to have a problem making it back to the playoffs and even making the Super Bowl appearance. So this is how bullish I am on the Bucks. I drafted Tom Brady in my fantasy in a redraft fantasy league as basically my QB one. I think my backup, I don't even have a backup on my team right now. It was Tua, but obviously Tua is not going to be booming early. Like I believe so much in Brady. Like, I'm sorry, as much as people want to not like the guy, he's whatever years old. I get it. He's I don't know if he has a deal with the devil or something here, but this guy he was putting up better offensive stats last year than like he ever did in new England. Now yeah. could have that been the scheme could have that been, he has how many pass catchers, but he's going to have Evans Godwin, AB Fournette, Rojo Gronk. He's going to have all these guys healthy. He didn't have all these guys healthy for the first half of last season when they were like seven and five, like yeah. he's going to have all these guys healthy. That's, 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 that's disgusting. Like, I feel like I Tom Tom Brady. I feel like is leave, living like the Bobby Bowden like quote. Uh, it's like I guess I'll retire someday if I live that long. You know what I mean? Yeah, like literally, that's where he's at right now. I'm like that quote just fits Tom Brady. And like you said, like they went out and picked up Giovanni in yeah uh, off season this that, year. I mean, come on, like what do you need him for? You know, think of think of what James White was in New England. That's going to be Gio's role. Because we all remember last year, Rojo and Fournette couldn't catch balls. No. They couldn't catch balls. They had hands of bricks. If they could catch balls, <laughs> they'd be very athletic. But yeah. Geo is going to be in there for Tom to be like, oh, Evans isn't open. Oh, Godwin's not open. Oh, shit. AB's not Oh, here you go. Just dump off. Dump off all day long. That's all he's going to live there for. He'll probably end up with five receptions a game for like 40 yards or something stupid. Yeah. As much as I am going crazy about the Bucks, I got to be a little different again. I know this one's not as crazy. I'm going to take a guy that's never had a chance to win a Super Bowl as a quarterback, Mr. Matt Stafford, who's now, as we all know, a St. Louis Ram or a Los Angeles, ah, St. Louis Rams. Screw it. We're staying with the, the old names. I'm taking the Rams because I love Stafford as a quarterback. I think he's finally going to have a team where he can do something with him and McVay together. That's disgusting for an offense. And it's not just the offense. You got to factor in the defense. Like they could have one of the best defenses in football this year. Their yeah. defensive line is disgusting. Obviously, the Aaron Donald, defensive player of the year, every single year. It doesn't even matter what Xavier Howard does. He can have 15 interceptions and it's still going to be Aaron Donald. That's another story for another day, obviously. But I'm taking the Rams to come out of the NFC. I think it's Rams Bucks in the NFC championship game. I think they're playing in LA. I think they they're the, they're going to be the one seed. Uh, it's 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 going to be that thing of, in my opinion, your favorites like Tampa, blah blah. They're going to sneak. They're going to get into the playoffs as comfortable like two three seed. But them not having that home field, that lat that that NFC Championship home field, it's going to be the difference difference that makes it. So I'm taking the Rammies. And then, um, who do you have winning the Super Bowl? Well, it's interesting that you said about. The Rams, because I completely agree with you on the Matt Stafford thing. I think you finally get a quarterback out there, which obviously that shined through when they did play in the Super Bowl. They didn't have the quarterback to do it. Um, I think this is a complete team piece. I think this is a lot 
like I said, it's going to transfer almost into how I look at Pittsburgh. You know, you're missing one piece, and when you have that well of a balance, I think it's going to be really good for the Rams all around. And Sean McVay's offensive mind, yeah, completely agree with you there. Um, and now let's let's not forget. Let's not forget they don't have Cam Akers. Um, they did just trade for Sony Michelle, but I don't think the running back is going to be as much of a problem as we think because these Super Bowl teams that end up making that run, they find someone somehow, some way. If it's Xavier yes. Jones, he's a he's a young guy on the roster. If it's if it's Sony, if it's Daryl Henderson, if it's a combination of all three, they will find a way to make that. Now, if they had Cam Akers, I would like him even more, but that's yeah. not that's not like losing a center for the season. That's not like losing a a quarterback for it's a running back like those touches and carries they're they're replaceable no and i agree i think i'm, I'm gonna overall i'm gonna stick with kc i think they're gonna win a super bowl this year and that's gonna be on the fact again big quote guy i'm gonna take a quote here from john mckay we didn't tackle well today but we made up for it by not blocking if they can find the blocking scheme and keep patrick mahomes safe and pack patrick mahomes finds his pocket presence like he's been working on i think it's dangerous i think it's his eyes, being able to complete passes the way he does, throw the ball, misdirection. Um, they they obviously need a little defensive work also. I think there's a lot of question marks out there, but I'm going to stick with KC. That's fair. I do agree that they are probably the most talented team in the NFL. They have the best player, and I see where you're going with that. Um, I am going to take my Rams. I think they're going to be the probably one of the best teams in the NFL. Obviously, I think they're going to win Super Bowl. Um, if they do go up against the Browns, I think it's one of those things where the Browns are going to finally get there and it's not going to be, Oh, we're excited to be here, but the fan base is going to be like, wow, we're finally winning games, blah, 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 blah. And I think it's going to be Matt Stafford's time cap off the career with winning a Super Bowl. Give McVay his, his win. He gets the redemption from, like you said, when they were, they were golf and he, and they scored like three points. Yep. Um, yeah. So I'm taking the Rammies. You got the chiefs. Hey, if it's Rams chiefs, let's just go to the game. Absolutely. You want to go? So I guess next, I guess uh, rookie of the year. Yeah, let's do let's do rookie of the year. So do you want to do offense and defensive rookie of the year, or overall rookie of the year? I'm gonna do overall rookie of the year. I really didn't look defensively. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I honestly, my rookie of the year pick is is gonna be kind of outlandish. It's not the norm. It's usually you look towards. Uh, Ed said this before when we were talking. Um, I'm gonna go with Najee Harris and again, that's going to go to the Pittsburgh talk. We'll get into that after, after, after the segment. All right. So yeah. And we will, that'll make more sense to go into the Pittsburgh talk there. So when he said Najee, I was like, wow, you're not going to take a quarterback, blah, 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 blah. Obviously let's go. We'll, we'll just run through the, the main odds. So we got uh, Lawrence is three to one fields is six to one. Lance is six to one. Mac Jones about eight to one. Zach Wilson's eight to one. Najee's nine to one. Kyle Pitts nine to one. And we, yeah, we're just looking to look at offensive guys because defensive wise, you got Parsons, you got Phillips, um, but it's going to be an offense. We're going to just mainly look at um, offensive guys because obviously normally rookie quarterbacks are going to win, especially if you're starting day one. So then in my opinion, that would say Lawrence, Mac Jones. I personally don't want to be and as you see from my Super Bowl picks, I don't want to just be sitting here going chalk saying, oh, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence. Um, you guys obviously all know my hatred for the Patriots, and I don't think they're a good team, so I'm not going to be taking Mac Jones. I'm going to be taking uh, Trey Lance from San Fran there. The Niners were my second team that I was thinking come out of the NFC. 
I think Bucks, Niners, Rams. I think one of those three probably do make Super Bowl like the Rams the best. I think Lance is a guy that I know probably a lot of people really never saw him play, and they probably just saw film on him and blah blah blah. And they're like kids from North Dakota State, blah blah blah. But his rushing ability is like when RG three came into the league. It reminds me of, and yeah. people didn't know what to do. Lamar came in the league, people didn't know what to do. The difference is this kid could throw the ball just as well, which is I know crazy to sound, but he actually has people to throw the ball too. Like he wasn't Baltimore with no receivers. He has Debo, he has Iukin, he has George Kittle. And then with that, like they have a great running offense already with, with they're going to have Sermon, they're going to have Mostert. Debo runs the ball, Iukin runs the ball, George Kittle gets carries. I think he's going he's gonna to come in and just thrive in this offense. Jimmy G will probably start week one, maybe week two. And then they're going to say, Lance, the new kid, the shiny toy, we got to put him in there. He's, he's going to flash. And I think he flies up. He flies up rookie of the year boards. And especially I'm looking at the fact that he could potentially take them somewhere too. He gets them into the playoffs. I think that factors a little bit more into um, outside of like Lawrence, who just, he might be able to put up flashy numbers, but he's not going to win a ton of games with that team. So I'm taking, I'm taking Trey Lance. Yeah. I think that's interesting that you brought up the Mac Jones case too. Um, up there in New England, obviously, everybody's seen the news that they let go of uh, Cam Newton. I'm going to put this into perspective, kind of like Ed did. Um, the Patriots, yes, do they maybe have one of the greatest head coaches of all time? Absolutely. Does that make a difference? Yes. But let's put it this way. If a former Super Bowl winner couldn't pull off something in New England, what makes people think that Mac Jones is going to? And I think to win Rookie of the Year this year with that much talent that's on the board, I don't, I don't foresee him making any better decisions than Cam Newton did. Throwing the ball, running the ball, being productive there. I think this is going to be a growing learning experience for New England. Um, and on the Lance case, I'm, I, I get where you're going with that. Um, <laughs> I just feel San Fran has an agenda to win games right now because they were in the Super Bowl. And I don't know if they, they give they give him the shot. I think Jimmy G comes out, and I think he plays for more than two games. I think he's going to play maybe half the season, and it's just, it's going to almost kind of be how, like, Tua snuck in there. You know, yeah. they're going to stick with him for so long, and, and then they're going to be like, ah, oh, okay, maybe it's time because our season's already in the toilet that we put this kid in, we see what he can do, we give him a little bit of reps, and we put him in, in, into a great – great uh prediction for or situation not prediction for his future and you are right i mean if jimmy g is is those first couple of games he does win because he's he's gonna win you games he's not gonna be flashy blah 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 and with all those weapons i do agree and if you're two three and oh it might be hard to sit uh sit him for for a rookie but that's my bet's basically going off of the fact that he does come in within the first month if he doesn't, then you might as well throw the tickets away because he has no chance. Um, with the New England situation, obviously, I've been I was all under all over the under of everything New England last year. I remember it. Am I on it as much this year? Yeah, I mean, so well, this will bring us right into our kind of our AFC. Your Pittsburgh. I want to rant about New England. I, I've we've always said this like. Teams have taxes on them. New England has a tax on them in the NFL. The Cowboys have a tax. The Yankees have a tax. All the big teams always have tax on Bama, blah, 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 blah. New England has had that for what, 20 years, 15, 16 years because of Brady and Belichick and blah, 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 blah. 
they still have it. Like you look at season win totals. Why are the Patriots and the Dolphins have the same seed, the same win total this year? Why do the Dolphins and the Patriots have the same Super Bowl odds? Like their teams are completely different. Dolph Miami has so much more talent. I'm not saying Miami's gonna win 10 plus games. I'm not saying to bet a Dolphins. I'm not saying to bet Miami to win the Super Bowl, but their odds should be better than New England's. That's that's does, no, doesn't make that doesn't make sense to me. So I and I, I think Mac Jones is like they have a lot of leaks and he's just kind of let's say some flex seal there and maybe it holds for a little <laughs> yeah. bit and then we start breaking and then it's like oh was this the right call was this not the right call. I mean, look at your number one receiver out there. What Nelson Aguilar, Jacoby Myers, like offensively, we don't have anyone defensively. Sure. They're, they're okay. They still have a lot of question marks. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think Mac Jones can come out of this year with four or five wins. And it's like, Oh, we're rebuilding. That's why they, that's why they wanted Mac Jones to give them the whole rebuild and not worry about cam winning seven or eight games. Yeah. That's my opinion. On the on the Patriots, so I'm still betting their unders this year. Still, really don't like them, and it's not because I'm a Dolphins fan. It's just I'm just I, I I've seen the New England dynasty, and the dynasty team is not there anymore. It's they're getting the motto of being the dynasty team, but they're they're not there anymore. Yeah. Um. I guess we'll we'll go right into keep it going, rolling with the AFC here. Uh, this is going to take me into my Steelers talk. Um. <laughs> this is going to be an interesting year for the Steelers. Like a caveman rubbing two sticks together, he's, I think they're going to be on fire. I mean, look, the Steelers last year ran into trouble running the football, right? They have that answer, I think, in Najee Harris. I watched him play in the national championship game. I tweeted it. I'm going to go look at my tweets. Najee Harris is a man amongst boys. Uh, he ran the football even when he got into the league. It's superb. It's it's something that I like. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm a total guru, but like watching football, like when you see somebody good on the field, you're like, wow, that is amazing. And oh, we're gurus. Oh no, 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 we're gurus. We're <laughs> saying we're fucking guru, gurus. We're gurus. We do a podcast. We're gurus. Yeah. So I mean, I just think it's gonna be interesting, and that's gonna be that's gonna bring me to my like little segment I like to call defense that runs a show. Okay, you have a ton of defensive guys that are coming back and are going to be fully healthy for the Pittsburgh Steelers. There's no question marks there. We know what this defense can do. We've watched it. I think the defense gives the offense the opportunity to run time of possession plays. Um, as Evan and I talked about, the Steelers are going to have the offensive firepower on the outside, Claypool, um, Juju, all them other guys. Um I think it's going to open up a lot of opportunities for this offense, and I think it's going to it's going to work to their advantage. I think this isn't going to be a Pittsburgh team that we've been for the last few years been like, dude, where the hell are the Steelers at? You know, I think they're going to be there. They're going to be in the top echelon. They're definitely going to make playoffs. I'll put my bottom dollar on that. You could put that bet in today. Um, this is going to be a team to wreck with. Uh, I think they're going to cause a lot of problems for teams coming in to try and game plan against them. So okay. Um, NFC North or AFC North there. Um, Steelers, Browns, Ravens, who wins the division? Steelers. I know my answer. Steelers? Steelers. I'm taking the Brownies. I, I think the Browns are, I, I, I 100% agree with where you're coming from. And 
the other thing I'll add to that, I'll add to the the Steeler hype. I love their offense. So first round pick running backs. I don't know if you guys know this. They never they never miss. They hit like ninety nine percent of the time. If you take a running back in the first round, it hits. That's why I love Travis Etienne this year. Too bad he got injured, but they hit all the time. And then last year, if you look at their offense, you say, okay, so how did they run the ball? They ran the ball through the air with like Deontay Johnson and all this, blah, 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 blah. And then Ben said, the only thing that concerns me is Ben said his arm wasn't there last year and he was throwing the ball like 50 times. He wasn't throwing it far. He says his arm's back this year. So I don't know if the deep ball is going to be there, but Najee's going to get what? 250 plus carries minimum. Yeah. Maybe minimum. 300. Minimum 250. Because then you, you factor in the defense. I mean, the defense is going to be able to force turnovers and stuff, and you're going to be able to wear the ball down, wear, wear them down with Najee on the other side. I think their offense is going to be a lot of Najee Harris, a lot of Deontay Johnson, and if Ben can throw the ball, a lot of Claypool over the top. I do think they can score a lot of points. Their defense is very good. Um. I'm trying to figure out something bad to say about them, and I really, I really can. I, I do think they're going to be, a, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with in the AFC. I, I agree with that. I'm still taking my yeah. brownies out of that division, but I agree they're, they're going to be a pretty damn good team to. Yeah, I mean, I, sh- I shocked myself. I wanted to come up with something bad to say about them. I, I, I couldn't. I can't. I mean, I think, I think the only downfall is Ben's getting old. Um, like you said last year, he said his arm wasn't there. Um, I think to make Najee Harris work to be the workhorse, to force feed him, you're going to have to push the ball down the field. Uh, deep plays, uh, like True. I said, 15-yard-plus passes. You're going to have to bet, make that secondary backup. Don't get me wrong. Steelers have a very gifted offensive line. Uh, they always did. They always took care of Ben well, I, I always thought. And I think this is going to be – for them to win games, they have the defense. They now have the running back. Can the quarterback – you know, step up or, or sit down. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, one the, it's the quarterback on it. We're putting the eggs in Ben Ross and big Ben's basket. Cause I, they have the receivers. They have Deontay. they have Deontay. You know, I love Deontay and they got Claypool and we know you love Claypool. Cause he's on Notre yeah. Dame. They yeah, have the, like the Steelers do it every, every other two years. They just reload yeah. receivers. I don't know how they do it. They just, their receiving coaches are insane. Yes. The, the question is Big Ben, and it's funny that we're saying the question's Big Ben because when would we ever question is Ben is Big Ben going to be okay? Yeah, I think it's it's kind of funny that you said that too. Um, I'm going to kind of toot my own horn here. Everybody made fun of me last year in fantasy when I picked up Chase Claypool. Uh, oh, Notre Dame blow hard, blah blah blah. I, I forget. I was called a, a couple couple nice names, um, and the men ended up, you know being a starting receiver for me in fantasy i thought that was honestly like the one of the funniest things one of the coolest things to happen because this is only that, that was my first year actually playing in a serious fantasy league. and it, it was it was cool how it worked out it, it was i'll give him credit he 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 called this shot him and he was 100 percent right and how he ended up winning the fantasy league because of it because claypool had a couple big games down the, down the end of the stretch there yeah it was kind of amazing um, I guess now we'll switch gears. We'll go offensive firepower. You want to kind of switch over to AFC? I mean, NFC? Yeah, sure. Um, so outside of the Rams, because I really do, I really do like where they're coming from. And, uh, I, and you guys will, you guys will figure this out too, that my mindset when I hear something like that or anything is I go strictly to fantasy, um, reasoning for it just cause I've played fantasy for so many years. So I think of, I strict I strictly go to okay what players in the NFC, especially stacks and stuff like 
for fantasy purposes could really be good. And for me, I personally go right back to San Fran and this factors into why I'm so bullish on Trey Lance. I think San Fran's offense in the, for the NFC could honestly be the highest scoring offense out there just because all the weapons they have. I don't know if their defense is, is there as much that could be their downfall later on. Um, I love San Fran's offense and I love, I love Brandon Iukin and I love, Trey Sermon and I love Raheem Mostert. I think I think all three of them, and obviously Kittle. I think all three of them could have very good years. And and if Trey Lance does come in, that's why I think he could be rookie of the year too. Absolutely. Um, I'm gonna go. There's actually two teams that I have written down here. Um, everybody knows I'm a Cowboys fan. Uh, Dak Prescott's back this year. Big question mark on Dak Prescott. But bef- um, before he got hurt last year, they were leading. They had it was something outlandish. It was like 500 and some yards per game. Oh, it was disgusting. It, it, was, it was the numbers weren't even like real. No, it was like playing playing Madden in your in your room, and you're just you're playing on the rookie level. It was just it was sick. But I'm I think if you want to see a lot of offensive firepower, watch the Bucks Cowboys first week. I think you're gonna see it. I think you're gonna it's gonna they're gonna put a clinic on how to run offense, and it's gonna be impressive. I I, I truly believe that. I, I think. The defense is going to matter in this game. Now. Well, I shouldn't say that. I think it's going to be whoever can come up with the first stop is going to be the winner of this game, and it's just going to be amazing. I think the offensive firepower for the Bucks and the Cowboys is something that is that I don't think in all the years, like even our dads watching football, have seen something that is on this magnitude of putting yards up, putting scores on the board, like just sick at will, almost at will. So. Um, Dallas wise, um, I love Dak Prescott this year. I, I drafted him in the eighth round of a dynasty startup. I don't think there's going to be any, any injury problem there. I love CD Lamb. I think people are poo pooing Amari Cooper for some dumb reason. I really don't understand why. Like, he's, yeah, CD Lamb might have a massive year, but if CD has a great year, then Cooper's have a great year. Here's my only concern my biggest concern with Dallas, and I've been saying, I think I said it last year, ever since Zeke got paid. He is not the Zeke the when they first got him. I'm not saying he's slowing down. I'm saying, once again, I'm looking fantasy purpose-wise. I'm saying, I think, and then you got a guy like Tony Pollard behind him. I've loved Tony Pollard since he came out of Memphis. He is a guy that he's not going to be a bruiser, but passing work and get a couple carries, fresh legs coming in. I think he is vital to that offense. If that offense wants to do what they can do, they need Pollard to – not go 50-50, but Pollard needs to get a lot more work than he has last year, especially last year. Even towards the end of the season, he started getting work and he started popping off. But in the beginning of the year, they weren't using him at all. They were just powering Zeke, 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 Zeke. If they factor Pollard, and I think their offense could take another step up. Yeah, and I, I think it's definitely interesting. I think I think Zeke finally got it in his head. You know what I mean? Uh, he didn't do the Cabo training camp this year. He looks way better. Um, he looks better in shape. He looks a little stronger. Um, I think this is going to be a big telltale for Zeke. I, I completely agree with you. But I think even for the team to do good, they need Pollard. And I think that oh, the team's uh, yeah, the yeah. team's going to see that and they're going to say, well, why are we going to, why are we going to destroy our, our workhorse here when we need, we want them in the playoffs. So let's use Pollard more in the regular season, Yeah, which that's, that's good for Dallas. That's fine. But I just think for fantasy purposes, that's why I don't have Zeke on any of my teams this year. And I've had multiple times to be able to draft them. And I passed on them every single time. Yeah. Um, I think you know what time it is. Oh, so this is, this is one of our, 
most classic, classic, not episodes, segments, as we were to call it. So everybody knows I have a soft spot for one team in the NFL besides Dallas Cowboys. That's right. Come on. Bring me Chucky and the Raiders, baby. That's right. All right. Let's get into John Gruden. Uh, big year for the Raiders and Gruden. Um, since Al Davis, or I mean, uh, Mark Davis lured old Johnny Gruden out of the old ESPN press box and said, uh, hey, buddy, here's $100 million for 10 years. Uh, let's make something happen. huh? Let's go out on a streak. Uh, Johnny Gruden said, absolutely, Marky. Let's do it. And then here we are, 19-29 and 29 record. Um, this has to be a big year for the Raiders. Um, I don't think that the fan base is happy. Um, I don't think John Gruden's happy. And to put the, the cherry on top, I don't think Mark Davis is happy with the production that Chucky's been putting forth. Um, I do think Raiders make playoffs this year. I think Wow. Josh Jacobs wow. has a huge year in, wow. well, in uh, Vegas. Vegas, see, we're all stuck on the old team names. Nah, it's, it's Oakland. It's going to be Oakland to me for the rest of my life. Yeah. I mean, the black hole, baby. I mean, it looks yeah, like you can't. Yeah, I mean, it looks it looks like the Death Star now in, in Vegas. But let me tell you something. Um, If I could put my life into somebody's hands, I'd put it in John Green's <laughs> hands. Man crush. I don't know. I'll tell you that right now, though. I think this guy. In every team, if you would go back in John Green history, every team that he's been on. OK, yeah, they have a rocky start. They're uh, they're question marks. They've always been question marks. He goes. He starts off with Oakland. He takes them from going pretty much like, I think what was it back in the nineties, like seven and nine, to to going on to play in the AFC Championship and playing the Patriots for the Super Bowl. Um, and then you take he he moves on from there after a disagreement with Al Davis. He goes to Tampa Bay, wins himself a Super Bowl, puts himself. Well, on the hang on, coaches. hang on. Now you know what I'm gonna say here. That wasn't his team. Uh, that was uh, who? Who was there before him? What's his name? The guy that coached? I forget his name. Who coached Indy? That was it. Was his team beforehand? Who coached Indy? The the big the coach he coached in Indy with uh, Peyton Manning. He was there before him. Talking about um, Tony Dungy. Tony, Tony Dungy. Dungy. It was Tony yeah. Dungy's team. That yes, Gruden took him to Super Bowl. It was Tony Dungy's team. That I will. I know I said it last year. I'll say it this year. I'll say it next year. I'll say it the year after. Okay. Regardless, <laughs> he I had to poo poo on your on your parade. He he takes he takes the Buccaneers to the Super Bowl. I think I think John Gruden comes out. I don't. I think he's had more than enough time to build what he's kind of building. I mean, the NFL is a tough environment to build in. But look, you got Darren Waller. You got Josh Jacobs. You got a great receiving core. The defense, I think. I don't think it's a lights out defense. I think it's a defense that gets you the ball on your hands more than the average defense. Um, like I said, this is, has to be a big year for John Gruden. This, uh, playoff is a must. Is a must. If anything else, if you if you don't make playoffs, you're a failure. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I'm personally, I'm not a fan. Uh, I think the Raiders have a shitty year. So I'm not a fan of Derek Carr. I don't think he's really i think he's a good average nfl quarterback i don't know if he's gonna ever be he he reminds me of a guy that's just yeah i never got to the playoffs but i was i was a starting nfl quarterback blah 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 but with that being said you are in vegas again second they made it to the playoffs with jack del rio yeah 
You're right. They did make it. They didn't Derek Carr got injured? Derek Carr yeah, got injured Jer- that year. Jer- Matt McLaurin yeah, Jer- had to play. Yeah, Derek Carr broke his leg. Yeah, that was that was rough for the kid. Um, but I is my I don't like I won't I'll tell you right out I don't like Josh Jacobs this year I don't like but if they're gonna be a good team he is gonna be good because he's gonna have to get a lot of work. Love Darren Waller. Their receivers you got rugs out there, a Bama guy, Bama guy's second year receiver. A guy by the name of Brian Edwards. I don't know if you heard what uh, Derek Carr was saying about Brian Edwards. He was comparing him to a Devontae Adams. That's insane. Ooh. That's, I mean, that's Derek Carr's words, not mine. Brian Edwards was a uh, third-round draft pick last year in probably the best rookie receiving draft in, like, our lifetime. So, always potential there if he pops off. Defense, obviously a little speculative here and there. But I think getting fans back for the first time in Vegas, I think that helps them at home. I uh, I hope they make the playoffs. I hope your boys make the playoffs. I hope I hope I hope they play the Dolphins again in the playoffs. That'd be a hell of, that'd be a hell of a time. Yeah. I I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a an Oakland fan this year, but I'll cheer for them because you like them. I mean, snap, crackle, pop. Give me what some of John Gruden's got. I'm telling you right now, man. Chucky and the Raiders. I just love the silver and black. How can you not? The energy is just unbelievable. Um, Here's my yeah. question. Do you like John Gruden more than I like Tua? I think you do. Wow. And I love Tua. I love Tua Tagovailoa. I mean, I just love the presence that John Gruden brings. Like when you hear him speak, like just like the tremble in his voice when he says the word football, like, you know what I mean? Like knock on wood if you're with me, you know, like it's just so like uplifting and like, the guy, he could tell me to like do something like crazy, and I'd probably do it just because I I think I love John Gruden that much. I if mean, you were teaching, crush, I don't know. If you were teaching someone like young, what like the like prototypical, like not prototypical, like what the photo of like a football coach is, like you would just show John Gruden. Yeah, like that's absolutely. all you would do. You'd just say this is, yeah. and you would just look at him and be like, you would play a clip of him speaking, and you'd be like, this is what football is in one yes. picture, one video. This yes. is football. Yeah, no, and I mean, like you said, I think uh, at the end of the day, it's going to come down to can they answer the question marks? Are fans going to help in, as I like to call it, the Death Star? Because I think that's what it reminds me of. Um, Chucking the Raiders has to, it's it's a must. I mean, I know I keep repeating that, but it, it seriously is. This is this is going to be a marquee year for the Raiders. Um, playoff bound, whether it's wild card or they actually make it. I, I, I Either one. Well, going off from that, so I threw in there a little bit about Mr. Mr. Tua and the Dolphins. Of course, we have to have Dolphin talk yes. with me because I've been screaming about this team and all my friends love to tell me, oh, you always say this is their year. This is their year. No. That's false. I didn't say last year was their year. I didn't say the previous year was their year. I probably did, but I'm just going to say I didn't. Big deal. <laughs> this year, the Miami Dolphins are going to make the playoffs. They're not going to win the division. I'm not going to not going to say they're going to win the Super Bowl. They're going to make the playoffs this year to his second year. He actually has training camp. He actually has mini camp. He can actually do shit. And I don't know if you saw what came out today, so we got to talk about this. The whole Deshaun Watson trade talk news. So it's like every other day someone just throws something magically out once, yeah, magically just once Deshaun Jackson out of out of nowhere. It just doesn't make any. Yeah, like the other day it was oh the owner Watson, wants Deshaun not, Watson. Not Jackson. 
Yeah, D Jack. He's he's only gonna play one game this year. He's gonna play week yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Injured for seven. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why I said that. But... Uh, same name. Uh, then all of a sudden it was like, oh, they're the front runner, and then it's oh, the the owner wants him. I don't know if anyone knows anything about football. Unless you're the Cowboys, your owner basically doesn't like have anything to do with player personnel. Unless you're Jerry Jones, of course, typical Jerry. Yeah, but they are so far not involved with Deshaun Watson. Literally, Brian Flores in a press conference today literally looked at a reporter and said, "Who is our quarterback?" Like, I don't know what you else want me to do. Like, he's our guy. We're not. We're, we don't want him. We don't want Watson. Tua is our guy. And then Tua yeah. comes out in a press conference, and I wish I could show you this clip. I'll send it to you later. He literally sits there and he's just like, "Eh." He's like, "I don't have cable." He's like, "I don't really talk about any of this stuff." He's like, "I'm just worried about winning week one, playing week one, and getting these guys ready for week one." I'm like, yeah. "Oh my god, that's the guy I want leading my effing team." I yeah, love Tua. No, that's a I great mentality. Always. I know. Uh, and that was that was like fins up, fins down. Um, I'm gonna oh, fins, fins up, guy. Uh, fins up. So I'll say this. So what was their biggest problem last year? They had no receivers. Yeah, right? absolutely. Well, we just went out and said, let's draft one. Let's sign like five of them. They had so, their mini, their training camp. They had so many receivers. There were two young guys that were um, late round draft picks that could have made the team, but got cut because they had just too talent, too many guys. Like it was one of the best receiver rooms like that. Will Fuller said he's ever played in. This is like one of the, no, it's not Devontae Adams and like Michael Thomas and like all this, but they're like good quality guys that could like help Tua out a shit ton. Now, what does worry me about the Dolphins, their offensive line, even though they did build a little bit through the draft, they signed a couple guys. It's not going to be a top probably five to eight the offensive line. And you know, you need a good offensive line. Absolutely. But, especially in the NFL. Yes. But. I think the wide receivers, Miles Gaskin getting a ton of work. Now, Gaskin, once again, he's a seventh-round pick, so it, he's not a first-rounder, but he's going to get a ton of work. Um, I think where Miami's going to thrive is the defense. Like like last year, they forced a shit ton of turnovers. Do I expect them to force that many turnovers again? Probably not. But th- like we said earlier, defenses are the main thing you look at for if a team can make it to the Super Bowl. And if you ask me, Miami has a top three defense in the NFL, I'd argue, maybe maybe we'll push it to top five defense in the NFL, and I think that's a, that's a defense that you can you ride the coattails of that, and you let Tua grow into his position. And I'm not saying Tua is going to be Patrick Mahomes, but if Tua is a Drew Brees or Tua is a a nice complimentary guy that goes out and wins you games, that's all you're asking for. Yeah, no, picture this: seventeen thirteen. You got the Dolphins defense. You're on third and three. Come up with a huge stop late in the game. I'm talking minute 43 left. You got one guy coming out in the field, fin on the helmet to a tug of a lower, huh? Steps out there. Receivers now. A little confidence from the year before. Do they win the game? Well, yeah, they win the game. They come out, they win the game. And that's where that's that. Think about that picture this moment. And that is going to be the Dolphins season. I don't think they come out and they blow anybody out of the water. No. Let me tell you something. They go out and they catch some freaking W's. That's what it's about. The Dolphins totals this year, I would be surprised if any of them are over now. Um, last year, there was a lot of points scored, as we all know. I think fans are going to factor into that. I think uh, maybe at the beginning of the year, we're going to have a couple really high totals. But 
later on the year after about week three, week four, Miami totals aren't going to be over 45. I don't no. care who they play. They're not going to be over 45. Yeah. No, but um, I just think that's an interesting point. Fins up. Huh? Fins, up, Fins up. Fins so far up. We're back. Fins are up. John Gruen's going to the playoffs. What else do you want? Sheesh. Put that on a plate and eat it. I think Three that course is a meal. I think that's a hell of a way to end the first episode. We're probably about 45 minutes in. I hope you guys all enjoyed. Uh, remember to like, subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe again. Tell a friend, tell an enemy. Um, you're not in any Zoom calls this year, so you can't just drop it in the chat. But hey, if you're in class and you just like want to start listening to it and the teacher yells at you, just say, hey, just this is more educational than what you're teaching right now. To be yeah. honest. We can't help it. We're the best to ever do it. Yeah, baby. All right. Alan, thanks for joining me as always. Thank you for having me. We will see everyone back here again next week. Same time. Oh, and we're going to be posting. We're going to shoot for Wednesday night, Thursday morning post. So then you'll be able to get this all filled in for your Thursday, Sunday, Monday slate of NFL football. That's right. Book that. Peace out, homies.